This is Chris Martin, and me and my buddy Kevin O'Connor, a.k.a. Kevin O'Everything, host an NBA podcast called The Mismatch. They call it The Mismatch because I'm awesome and Kevin is a gigantic nerd. No, no, that's not why at all, Chris. They call it The Mismatch because I have a brain and you're a loudmouth bozo. Good grief. (laughs) Anyway, listen to our amazing NBA podcast, The Mismatch. Or don't. We really don't care. We're probably going to win a million awards either way. <laughs> Chris, we do care. So don't say that. Please subscribe and listen to The Mismatch only on Spotify. Did you really call me a bozo? <laughs> it's the Ringer Gambling Show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. Visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube. Car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Let's roll, baby. Welcome in Tuesday Ringer Gambling. John Stremsky, Joe House. Excited. It's going to be a loaded week across the board. The NBA has some sizzle now in three of their four series. But House... We missed that on 80 to 1 in the Kentucky Derby, dude. What were we doing? I don't even think that horse was in the field when we taped the show Friday morning. You know what I mean? He well, was the first listen, alternate here's entry. Here's why it's a mistake, though. You and I love value. We really do. We are not exactly uh, connoisseurs when it comes to horse racing and uh, what 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 pony speed and all, all the races they're running. I don't know any of this shit, dude. So normally you and I get 80 to 1. We just take a flyer on 80 to 1. I'm telling you, it wasn't even on the board, I think, when we taped the show. But, JJ, how about this? The two horses we did talk about, the us two dummies, Epicenter and Zandon, they were right there down the stretch. And, you know, the incredible thing watching the Derby uh, afterwards was that view they had above where NBC tracked, uh, what was it, Rich Strike? What was his name? Yeah, the whatever. Horse that Something won. Strike. Yeah, I think it was Rich Strike or Red Strike. Who the hell knows? Whatever. <laughs> Who cares? 
They tracked him from the pack, and he caught up to the two horses in the lead. The guys that we liked those those two horses, and and w- the only time the announcer said uh, Rich Strike's name was when he crossed the finish line at first. Was Unbelievable at the end. And if you had eighty to one, Merry Christmas, Happy Congrats. Holidays, take Wonderful. it, combine it. You're not going to have a better win probably this year. Um, how did the NBA court yesterday treat you? So as bad as it was for me. A couple of days ago, I loved the Celtics yesterday. I so, absolutely loved the Celtics yesterday. And for three quarters, I'm not feeling good about that game until the magic of Al Horford happens. And then Jason Tatum finally decided, hey, guess what? I'm going to be Jason Tatum again. I needed to give myself a break last night. I took the the slate off. Wow. Um, you took well, a night off of NBA playoff action. Here's wow. why. In the sense that we're feeling very generous um, to everybody that jumped on the horse, the 80 to one shot. I still have a bad taste in my mouth. From the last time we were together, JJ, we went through in very deliberate fashion, the card going into the weekend. And I think we, we made, you know, a lot of um, thoughtful choices about the way to line up our betting at that moment. And also on through the weekend and into this week, we messed up, buddy. Somehow or another, we let the Philadelphia 76ers and Doc Rivers and Daryl Morey rope-a-dope us. We were sitting here first part of Friday like, well, they say he's still out, but it seems likely that he's going to play. Joel Embiid is the effing MVP of the league. I know uh, the Joker won it, but, you know, it was 1A, 1B. Um, And we sat there and muddled, well, well, maybe, I don't know. And, And you tried to talk me into Dallas. And I liked Dallas. We made the, the right case for why Dallas was going to win. We were all over the Golden State money line going into uh, the weekend. The barrage of, of threes at home that we anticipated, that's exactly what played out. But we got effed because we played uh, Miami money line and the Miami total. And, and we just didn't factor in the impact of, of Joel Embiid. So I had to give myself a, a timeout uh, on, on the card. After that, I just I, I, I'm about ready to jump back in now, though. I understand that. And you nailed our misread on Philadelphia, Miami. And my goodness, the last time you and I had a conversation, I'm talking up the heat as a title contender. I'm flexing my future. I'm feeling really good. Well, Joel Embiid comes back and the Heat have looked like a different team. The Sixers have looked like a different team. And now I look at the COVID list house. And everybody and their mother, it feels like, for the Miami Heat is either on the COVID list, Lowry and his deal is a total mess, and maybe Twitter is going to get their wish and Duncan Robinson's actually going to get some burn. Nobody, uh, no, it's, social media has this love affair with Duncan Robinson. And listen, with the way the Heat have shot the ball in games three and game four, can make the argument he should be getting some burn. But you need drastic measures, I think, sometimes for a series to shift. Usually it's something that you pinpoint where you say, wow, where did this where did this go wrong? Why did this change? Sometimes it's simple, dude. And beat is back. The Sixers are a different team. And I'm not feeling good about any of my Miami wages right about now. I mean, you know, depth-wise now, it feels like um, Philly knows who their six or seven are. They feel very comfortable with, you know, the lineup plus, you know, the, the two rotation players that they can play in, in crunch time. I don't know if we have that same feeling when it comes to Miami. Lowry has already been ruled out for tonight. The hammy, uh, you know, is is bothering him. And he looked like him. a corpse when he was on the court anyway, That's for being right. honest. 
So the the big the, the bit three big questions for tonight and really for the outcome of the series, what version of James Harden are we going to get? Are we going to get that game four version? Was that a a uh, a linchpin moment for him? See, in I don't want to overreact to that house. No, from I understand. Standpoint. He had a I couple understand. late threes that were wide open. Now they were yeah. they were daggers. Like they killed Miami's chances. But I- I'm not willing to look at those two shots and say, yeah, you're getting dominant Harden the rest of the way. I'm still waiting to see on that. They don't even need dominant Harden though. They just need aggressive Harden. Will yes. he get to the will, to the hole? Will he inside outside? When he puts inside outside back into the mix, it changes the offensive equation for Philly because it really frees up Maxi. Maxi looks so comfortable when Harden is is dealing that way. There were a couple times where I was like, Harden started doing that, you know, between the leg dribble thing. I'm like, bro, pass the ball, just pass it. You have the advantage now because of of reminding everybody that you have an inside outside threat. Now, now it's time to really leverage that. But that that's only kind of a minor role in this. Really, the focus is on Miami. And the two questions with Miami are, can they shoot better from three? Because they were seven for 35 from three in games three and four combined. And who will be their second scorer? Because we've seen six man of the year, Tyler Hero, not quite ready for prime time, right? Like, he has to be their second scorer if Kyle Lowry's not healthy. Kyle Lowry is not healthy. It's got to be Tyler Hero. What version of Tyler Hero are we going to see tonight? Excellent point. I think Hero has to step up in a big way, and Bam has got to be way tougher. I thought he got pushed around. I thought he looked incredibly soft. He's got to play with far more of an edge if they're going to win. But I got news for you, House. I picked Miami in this series. You know I like Miami in this series. This betting line tonight? I don't like Miami at all. Opened at three and a half. It's down to three. Dude, I like the Sixers tonight. Maybe I'm a prisoner of the moment. Maybe I'm getting sucked into what I saw in game three and game four. But I think Philadelphia has found something here in this series. I do not like where Miami stands. I don't. So you anticipate some regression. And I'll just remind that the Heat were 45 and 21 at home. Very as good. A favorite this season. Very good. Yes. Really good at home. And you anticipate the role players. Your uh, Gabe Vincent's going to have to have a big game. Max Struess is going to have to make Struess shots. Struess has got to hit a shot. I mean, the guy outside. couldn't hit a shot for two games. He's got to hit a shot. But, JJ, I'm here to tell you, I'm joining you on the Heat. I mean, on, on the on Sixers. Philly. On right the Sixers. Right out of the gate, family. I, I, I like I, it. I, don't, I just don't trust. The Heat having a solution. I do think that they will make more baskets. I do think that they will make more threes. I've never regarded Miami as an enormous home court advantage kind of of place. It's not. Nobody shows up on time. Everybody leaves early. It's not the idea. And listen, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, so I know a thing or two about Miami sports culture and the vibe and the feel. When the Knicks used to play down their house, the Knicks would have thirty percent of the building. Now, Philly, not as many transplants, I would say, from the Philly, Florida area to maybe the New York, Florida area. I know like that Miami area is like basically New York South. There will be a good contingent of Philly fans in that building tonight. I think. I don't want to oversimplify it, but we haven't seen anything from Miami that suggests they have a solution for MB, right? They just, they had two chances. And part of why I was so pissed off about the game Friday night with Embiid returning, they had to have game plan for the possibility that he was going to play and that he was going to play over 30 minutes, which he's done now both both games, right? They 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 looked though utterly 
confounded and befuddled. And your point about Adebayo is exactly right. Bam Bam ain't got no Bam Bam in him. And he just doesn't have the, the, the physical ability. They got so desperate, they put one of the Morris twins out there. And basically, his career was ended by the block shot that, that Joel uh, took, took down on him. I just don't see, like, the problem I have with the Heat is they, they have to make so many threes to overcome what I regard as a really confident, quiet confidence that Philly has now because they found that identity. Joel's back, and, and they're, they're firing on all uh, engines. I mean, I understand the overreaction risk that we're taking here, and I understand how good the Heat are at home, but I have to back Philly. What would you say is the magic number for Miami if they're going to win and cover this game? How many threes they got to hit? 14? Yeah, yeah, and, they, and they, they've been bad. They've been bad from corner threes. They're like, uh, you know, I, I saw one of the numbers from the Action Network guys. I think they're like 17th in these playoffs like out of the, you know, how, how the uh, across the board um, in terms of, of three-point shooting. Let's get to game two. Dallas and Phoenix. I got a text from you Sunday morning. It's you, the podfather, and yours truly in our little group chat. House. Tell me why I shouldn't unload and basically <laughs> put the mortgage on Suns, I believe, laying two and a half or Suns on the money line. And I basically responded with, I like them, but it's way too public, and therefore I'm not playing it. And I sat out. I did not play Suns and Mavericks in the first game on Mother's Day. I was like, this is a stay away for me. And sure enough, you had Chris Paul getting all sorts of foul trouble. You had the classic. I think was it a Scott Foster game? No, it was not a Scott Foster no, game. No, Scott did the, Foster's in the East. He did the Philly game. That's he did right. the Philly game. So Correct. I'm blanking on my Scott Foster because usually, anytime you have a Chris Paul game like that, you want to equate it to Scott Foster, but it wasn't. The Suns were just so out of sorts, and really, House. Let's be honest. Since they've left Phoenix, they've been all out of sorts in this series. My question to you. And I, I sat watching that. Now, I went in much less aggressive than I was prepared to go. So this is why I sought the good counsel of you, you and the podfather. the endorsement you were looking for. So right. You backed away a little bit. That's okay. right. I mean, you know, I tapped the brakes because, you know, you guys, the reason that I went in with such enthusiasm was because I chalked game three up to like exactly what we talked about uh, on Friday's show in terms of a forecast, which is. The role players getting comfortable. Brunson had a good game. He had 28 points in game three. Um, and, and you know, Dallas doing a little game planning around, um, you know, trying to be a little bit more physical. They got Dw Dwight Powell. They minimized his minutes. They have Cleaver, another shooter out there. So we, we kind of had a good feel for game three. And I thought, okay, so Phoenix will show up in game four with their response. Chris Paul and Booker and I and I was really counting on Mikael Bridges. I just think you know the 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 um, role players and and I put Aiton in this category as well for Phoenix. You know, showing out the way that a 64 win team over the course of a season they can roll with it. They've been consistent in the fourth quarters of games, especially, and that just is not the way that the game script played out on on Sunday. Uh, the foul trouble, not only did Chris, Powell, Chris Paul foul out at the beginning of the fourth quarter, only got 23 minutes in the whole game, ended up with whatever it was, five or six points. But a whole ton of guys had four fouls. JaVale had four fouls. Booker had four fouls. Prater had four fouls. Mikael Bridges had four fouls. I mean, they just, 
they, they, they just weren't prepared for the physicality and the energy that Dallas brought at the beginning of both game three and game four, it was force of will JJ and Phoenix wasn't up to it, which is why I'm saying to you is Phoenix a finesse team. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. They might be, but they're also a very different team. And their role players, to me, are a very different bunch of dudes when they're playing in their home building. I think we've seen that now in this postseason. They got spooked a little bit in that New Orleans series, came back at home, found a way to right the ship. I think we're getting a similar script for this game against the Mavericks. I don't think Dallas is going to get the same performances they got at a whole lot of dudes. Like Reggie Bullock was hitting some big, big shots. I don't think that ends up being the case on the road. I'm getting Phoenix now. They opened this at five and a half, immediately moved it to six. Phoenix is not losing this game tonight, House. So maybe you want to talk me out of the spread. You could do that if you'd like. We are throwing Phoenix into something tonight. I do not see Phoenix losing this game. I'd be yeah, stunned. stunned. Your, your point is absolutely the right one. CP3 at home averages over 23 points a game, averages over nine assists, uh, five rebounds, shoots over 54%. Um, I, I like this as a, as a CP3 bounce back. In fact, I'm going to look at CP3 if oh, I can, from the prop market. Yeah. I like that. What if are we I thinking? Can, points, rebounds, assists? If we I can get over 29. Assists, okay. Yeah, if I can get points, rebounds, assists over 29 and a half, if that's uh, out there at, at, at a reasonable let's price. Let's see if FanDuel put them up yet. Let's see if yeah, they put them up yet. Because, I mean, uh, that's something I think we should work into our little family uh, wager here. A little yeah. family parlay. I'm in on that. I'm totally in on that. I love the, uh, the dramatic. See, the, We're the issue now is when you do these podcasts this early in the day, sometimes they don't have all this stuff up. Uh, let's see here. See, I need the player combo. That's what I need, House. The player combo for Mr. Paul. See, this is annoying. Oh, here we go. I got it. Points and assists. That's all okay. I got right now. So you're going to have all to right. roll with that. Let's hear it. 25 and a half. 25 and a half. Well, I mean, he, he's there on his average because he averages uh, close to 32 in points and assists Do at you want home. points, rebounds, and assists? Yeah, I would like to put the rebounds in also. 30 and, a, 30 and a half. Okay, so that's over that 29 and a half, but only by one. You know what? What's the price? Is it Minus a fair price? Oh, okay, a little juice. You have to lay a little juice. I still, I still like it. I still like, I think, you know, after CP3, after those two games, everything with CP3 at this moment is, is legacy, right? Everything. And he's shown us so that tenacity, especially in games one and two, he took over the fourth quarter in both of those games and, and, you know, led us to believe that this might be a short series. 
The only reason I'm disinclined to lay the points um, tonight is because Luca. I, I just he he is the best player in this series. Well, he's in his own right now too. That's and, another thing. He is dialed in. So the the thing is, you know, with with, with uh, Phoenix and and Monty Williams just won Coach of the Year. They have to show up with a different strategy. They cannot afford to let the Dallas role players beat them in their own building. They need to just get out on those guys. Let Luca have his have his forty piece. It's fine. You you can win that way. Luca had 40 in game one and 35 in game two, and Phoenix won, and neither one of those games was particularly close. The thing to do is to shut down the perimeter, and we need the effort. It's an effort thing to me. They have to stop committing turnovers. The, the Chris Paul turnover thing to go along with the, you know, uh, uh, the, the fouls. If they can minimize the fouls, reduce the turnovers, and just be sort of regular Phoenix, then, then I like them a lot on the money line. So I'm looking at the lines for the long. Have you seen Milwaukee Boston yet? I have. Oh, okay. I was gonna I was gonna have you guess it. Are you surprised that line's at five and a half? That seems a little pricey to me. It feels like a lot. I mean, a, what, what am I missing there? If what you am had I, told I, me like listen, the Celtics were great in the fourth quarter. Hawford was insane. Tatum finally showed up. You wanna tell me the Celtics are gonna have a juiced up crowd? I think the Podfather might even be in the building, so you know it's a big time event. That's if right. Billy Boy is making his way back to Beantown. But that seems too high, dude. My yeah. my initial like lean on that game is, and it probably seems insanely public. I'm t- and I've been on the Celtics the last two games, by the way. Actually, the last three games I've been on the Celtics. We had Milwaukee in game one, and then I went Boston game two, Boston game three, miracle cover, might I add, and <laughs> game four. So I've been on the Celtics the last three. Five and a half, I'm scooping Milwaukee. That's too many freaking points. It's too many points. I, I, I agree with you. And that really was... To me, a function of uh, the freak getting tired of, of of all things, you know, on a on a on a Monday night, he just got wore down. Now, the good credit to to Boston for um, wearing him down, and let's just call it out: Al Horford, the MVP of these playoffs. Well, he saved their bacon. He saved no. their bacon because Tatum looked like a lost puppy for two and a half quarters. Brown was not dominating the game. He was, you know, quietly getting his 16 or his 18. Al Horford stretch in that third quarter and into the fourth quarter is why the Celtics won the game. Simple so he, as that. He was six for six in the fourth quarter and his dunk on on the freak that included a, a, a technical or whatever on top of it, uh, you know, flagrant one. Um, they want, they went 35, they, they, they won the rest of the game 35 to 27. And that was the eight point margin that they won by. But I, I go all the way back to that net series. Al Horford shut down Kevin Durant and I defy anybody to tell me differently. We watched all four games. Boston plays with poise in the fourth quarter. But I think this, 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 this um, series is just a razor thin deal. I don't like, you know, a whole bunch of points with, with the freak with what he knows at, at stake. And let's be honest, that's the true MVP right there. He's the best player in the league. It's just too many points. I'm with you, JJ. So I'm looking right now at the Eastern series prices. Boston's basically back to what it was at the start of the series. They're at minus 190. Milwaukee's at plus 160. So uh, status quo as far as that goes. The Miami-Philadelphia series price, though. Miami down to minus 145, bro. I may have to, because you know I loaded up on the Heat, and I loaded up on the Heat minus one and a half games. 
I may have to buy back a little bit with the Sixers tonight th- and for the series. I may have to. Yeah, well, the money line tonight is plus 132. The Sixers series price is plus 124. So maybe you just play Philly money lines. I think that might be the point. You don't get as much value out of this. Now, when they, if they, if, if, my, if Philly wins tonight, uh, I might be on Miami <laughs> for game six. Well, because that is the sort of game that these Sixers would lose. It's true. It's exactly it. We've seen it too many times. They would them. lose that game. They'd be as tight as a drum. Uh, Miami would be very loosey-goosey, and maybe that'd be the game Miami hits the show out of threes. So, like, yeah. tonight I like the Sixers. I would not like them in a game set. I would not feel good at, well, I don't know if I'll pick them in game six, but I would not like the idea of backing them in a game six. Does that Whatever make sense? Whatever the points are, I'm going to grab the points on Miami, but that's all contingent on Philly handling its business tonight and what we seem to have seen over the weekend, these past 48 hours crystallizing, coming together. Great coaching job, by the way, by Doc Rivers. Let's call it out. It. Out Let's coaching Spolster in this series. Who saw that coming going in? Well, I, it does help to have the very best player in the league and the 1B MVP. Sure, but they didn't have him the first two games, though. So, no. you know, even when Embiid coming back, I was like, yeah, maybe it's too little too late. For for them, it was not. And, you know, again, what version of James Harden do we get? He doesn't even, we don't even need 30 out of him. He needs to take 20 shots. That's the important thing for, for Philadelphia. Okay, final one. Golden State, Memphis. I, I think Dylan Brooks just took another hero ball missed three. I mean, I had Memphis last night. And my worst nightmare house was that game going to overtime and the amount of profanity that would have been used the way of Dylan Brooks. It would have woke up all Brooklyn. It would have woke up the entire five boroughs because the guy basically took some of the worst shots down the stretch that you'll ever see. Jackson took one that was just just as bad, if not worse, at the end of the game. And the Warriors played, in my opinion, a C-minus game or a D-plus game and found a way to win. This series is cooked. I mean, not only do I think it's cooked, I think Memphis is dead in game five. I think the Warriors know they need the rest going into this next series, probably against Phoenix. I don't think they're messing around here. I know some are going to say, oh, it's a free game. They're going back home. I don't look at it that way. I think Golden State's going to be ready to rock. I feel the exact same way. You know, Memphis was up 93 to 90 with two and a half minutes left in that basketball game last night. And Memphis was, it was all of the versions of Memphis that we've seen when Ja has been out. They were 20 and five with jaw out and they really let everybody eat. That's the scheme that, that Memphis has used in the past. Now, look, I'm not one to gloat JJ, but I did say on this show last Friday, I wondered out loud and I put it to our good friend, Chris Vernon, the homie from, from Memphis, the resident Memphis native. Is it that big a deal that Dylan Brooks was suspended for game three, I, I wondered aloud. I, I don't know if that was such a bad thing. This I said it on, on this show or or uh, on the text. I can't remember because, you know, I can only remember 24 hours these Understandable. days. Understandable. Understandable. He still thinks that he's he's a lot, has the green light he had last year. This is a different team altogether. That hero ball shit is completely out of order with this the Memphis identity and the core, and he missed a bunch of games this year because of injury, and he's always looked like a tough fit for me. He has not been in order with that Memphis core grit identity, the sharing of the ball, the open shots they get when the ball moves, and you know what? It, it costs them. Now, this is exactly what you forecast with um, a young team, right? It's a composure thing. It's a down-the-stretch thing. If you come at the king, you best not miss. This is 
exactly the version of Golden State that we kind of anticipated could be here in these playoffs. We didn't know in October when we were looking at how the season might play out that Jordan Poole was going to be this absolute revelation. But look, Golden State's loaded. We're anticipating a Golden State-Phoenix Western Conference Finals. I, I don't know how to even guess what that price will be. It feels like pretty even money to me. I think I would, you're getting minus 120. Yeah, that's right. I wouldn't even be surprised if Golden State's favored. I feel the exact same way. I wouldn't be And I'll be rooting like crazy for Phoenix, full disclosure. <laughs> I, I'm not saying they're going to win. I'm not saying that's what my head necessarily says. Yeah. My heart will be rooting like crazy for Phoenix because I'm sick of the Warriors. Well, I am so sick of the Warriors. I don't care if they've been out of the playoffs the last couple of years. Enough. I, I <laughs> That team just adds They get under my skin. You it's know, funny. it's like LeBron in many ways. And LeBron used to get under my skin. That team really gets under my skin. I just... Because um, it's yeah. not fair. Like, at the end of these games, you know Curry's making free throws, right? Like I they, think that's they fair, these though. ridiculous threes that are unguardable. It's... <laughs> It's not fair, bro. It's not fair. I mean, you know, it's they 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 built the team. It's a you good gotta, team. You got to you got to bully that team. Barkley I, was talking about right. it yesterday, and I you're totally right. agree with him. This, you have to punish them inside. That's how it beat them, man. Yes. Well, and I don't know if Phoenix has the personnel for that, but you and I are in lockstep. I'm not going to go in heavy on Golden State just because you know they they they. It's have a game shown. five, and they have a free game. That's yeah. the issue. Yeah, and they, and they, they mess around a little bit. I don't want to have uh, a big chunk on Golden State and then watch Clay come out and shoot two for 14 from three again. No, that would not be ideal. So I got some bad news for you. Let's hear it. I thought we were going to be able to parlay the points, rebounds, assists of Chris Paul with yes tonight. Yes. No good. Oh, right. Yeah. Too they correlated. Won't allow us to do that. Too correlated, huh? Yeah. It's just too funky. So well, that's a standalone then. We need. I, we will play it. I'll lay the minus 120. I Me have too. no problem with that. That'll be our first play of the night. How are we drawing up our parlay is the question. I think we're both on Philly, right? We're okay. On Philly, so Philly, Philly money is line. down to two and a half, by the way. God, what's the money line down to now? Plus, I mean, one, plus 124. Seriously, just in the last hour uh, that, that this changed because it was 132 when, when uh, you know, an hour ago, plus so 132. We do Philly on the money line. We do Phoenix on the money line. Let's yeah, that's, that's what I like. Let's see what it pays. Plus 210. Okay. Do we want to put the bucks in, or is that getting too cute? Do you want to grab the five and a half with the bucks? Let's see what it jumps it to. I kind of do. It gets us almost to five to one. That gets us now to plus 487. I think we might have to do it. Yeah, because to me, that's no fun having. And listen, we hit both of these. Then you know we have we have some wiggle room for tomorrow night. That's right. We have some Absolutely. wiggle room for tomorrow night. And I Philly to win, Phoenix to win, Milwaukee plus five and a half. And we st- I like Golden State tomorrow, but I'm going to play them laying the three. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. I'm playing sense. them separate. I'm right. playing them separate. I'm not. No reason to lay anything. a big price. Don't do that. No, 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 no. It's not worth it. It's not, not worth, worth it. it. And I don't see Golden State losing a close game. To be perfectly honest, I think the game's close to win. I think if they lose, they're probably you know giving you maybe a C minus effort. Obviously, we'll say it, you know, just just uh, out of courtesy to everybody. If Ja plays, it's a different, you know, 
forecast the line will be different. Everything will be different. It doesn't seem like John's going to play. The, I don't know if the line will be that much different. Is that be, right? I, I wonder if the line is already factoring in he, he he's going to play house. Oh, okay. Interesting. I mean, because think about Could it. Be. What, were the, what were the lines in the first two games of Golden State Memphis? They're like minus two. Yeah, minus they were two right. And a half. They were just a bucket. That's right. You're so right. I think if John doesn't play, it will get jacked up even more. So you might want to take it now. Yeah, maybe now. Maybe now is the way to do it. Okay. Three teamer, though. Sixer. Phoenix on the money line. Milwaukee plus five and a half, plus 487. Pretty good. Five to one. Let's do it. It's the fifth month. This is it's a great month for House and JJ. Both of us born in this month. Why not five to one for for all the buddies out there? Yes, it is a birthday week for you. It is yes. a birthday week for me. How about the fact the fellow Tauruses, man? Rocking That's and rolling. It. It's Taurus time. Let's get this done, JJ. House. We will chat on Friday. We need to catch a whole lot of tickets, though. We got to get the good vibes going. Let's get the good vibes going. It's May. Uh, the flowers are blooming. Let's go catch some some Taurus magic, baby. Taurus magic, indeed. Good work by Stefan. House and I back Friday, and we need this three-legger to come home. Boys are out. Be good, everybody.